0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Mobile, Alabama, for the 69th Senior Bowl. I think they did that on purpose, just nice. for us, just That's to get right us buddy. here. We are excited. We're coming to you live from Draft Picks Tap Room in Mobile. We're going to do a little stick to football Senior Bowl the night before, kind of a preview show. I'm Matt Miller, joined sometimes by Connor Rogers. Yep. The other times by Mello. You got and the whole gang here right we now. We got the whole crew here. Half this bar has a Bleacher Report hoodie on. I think right now it, it looks good though. I'm, I'm liking liking the logo. We have uh, a lot to talk about. Uh, unfortunately, as happens every year at the Senior Bowl, a lot of big names have dropped out. And we know this is going to happen. We all get excited about the roster every year. And then by Monday morning, we're like, shit, that guy's gone, too. And now that guy's gone. So we're going to give you three segments tonight. And, and you're going to hear some crowd noise, probably. So if you're a, a regular listener, it's going to sound a little different. Hopefully you like it. First, we're going to go around the league, talk about some of these coaching hires, talk about the Josh Allen interview that has turned the draft world upside down tonight. Uh, Other news, Baker Mayfield arriving late, how that's going to affect weigh-in. Then in segment two, we're going to give you more of a preview of what to expect throughout the week, things that we're looking forward to, any rumors that we're hearing. And then segment three, like we always do, we're going to go draft on draft and answer your questions. And we're going to be taking questions live from the bar.
1: But Stephen Nelson is going to join us. Stephen well. Nelson. So, the wet blanket. The, the wet blanket. The wine <laughs> drinking. Right.
0: I stopped tonight, got my man a bottle of Malbec. He's ready to go. Couldn't find Pacifica for him. Not in Mobile. We tried. We looked everywhere, but they just cannot get that shit here in out But they have Natty Light. So <laughs> <And> that <laughs> is so what matters. That. All right. Let's talk about the things that are making news right now. Uh, I guess the biggest news in the NFL, and it does affect the draft, is all these coaching hires that are happening. And they're the ones that we knew, like Pat Sharma to the Giants. We've been hearing that and talking about it for like two weeks, you and I, about how uninspired we are by Pat Sharma. Yeah,
1: that's probably my least favorite hire of the offseason because the Giants went out and just did nothing progressive. They went and got Dave Gettleman, a 65-year-old general manager, and the coaching candidates obviously – weren't very interested in that job, as we expected. I think they could have been innovative. They could have went to Baltimore and got a guy like a DaCosta or maybe Elliott Wolf before he left Green Bay. And instead, they did not. And I think that really trick had a trickle effect into the coaching search. When you go and get Pat Shermer, how high was Pat Shermer on the list of coaching candidates? Especially after Sunday. Yeah, well, that's yeah, <laughs> that wasn't great. Um, not, but when you look at it, it's just disappointing. I think the Giants could have went and got a Josh McDaniels or, or someone like that if they had a different GM. I think... This also signals to me that they are going to stick with Eli Manning for the next two years. And when you're picking second overall, unless you're the Cleveland Browns, there's only so many times you're at the top of the draft. And yeah, you have to exactly. go get your quarterback. <laughs> and it seems like at least all things are indicating that they might not
0: do that. That is. And that's we'll talk about that when we get to the the insider buzz part of the show. It does sound like they might be going not at quarterback because they're being a little sentimental with Eli Manning. Uh, it, it is a different situation. And so Pat Shermer to the Giants. Steve Wilkes probably the biggest unknown candidate of the entire offseason going to the Arizona Cardinals. Panthers defense coordinator. Panthers D coordinator, a guy who has a great reputation in coaching. I honestly thought when his name started getting floated it was a year away type thing. Like yeah,
1: he would be next year. I was a little surprised Patrick Peterson came out today and said he absolutely loves it and I think when the best player on the team comes out and says that, it's a good sign. My yeah. biggest question in Arizona is what do they do on the offensive side of the ball right now because they have talent littered across the defense and they spent a lot of premium picks on that over the years but now you have no quarterback. Larry Fitzgerald is really, literally. literally at the end here. You have literally no quarterback under contract yeah. right now. David Johnson is a nice piece coming back from injury, but you need to build the offensive line for him to succeed. So that's where my questions lie, but I'm excited to see what Wilkes does there. He also, a- yeah, sir, you also, you
0: never know how he's going to recover after that injury. Is he going to be the back that he was before, or is he going to be, you know, just... It might take a year. He might be timid. Yeah. Something we talked about on the uh, Friday show was that this is a team that has so much defense and no offense, and now they go and hire a defensive-minded head coach, I'm excited to see those guys unleashed, you know, like Chandler Jones, who, like, quietly had an amazing year. Buddha Baker, your guy, Hassan I mean, Reddick. We've seen what Reddick does when he's unleashed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. in the strip club the other night. Oh, God, did you see his Snapchat story? Oh, <laughs> I man. He, he's, I can't believe it's not, like, the biggest news in the world. His Snapchat story the other night was it was a, two handfuls of ones and then – him at the strip club I've watched it a million times I'm gonna try to recreate I
1: I let the players have fun man as long as you're not getting arrested as long as you're not you you know
0: pulling Robbie Anderson (laughs) then it's all good
1: yeah what nine uh different charges nine charges listen man
0: so close to ten
1: yeah avoiding a red light though is just going fast through a yellow that's not a real yeah, charge. Yeah. I didn't even know you could get a ticket for that. On the more positive side of things, I love the Mike Rabel hire for yep. Tennessee. And a lot of people are coming out and saying, well, what does this do for Marcus Mariota? But I don't think that's the right thing to focus on here. I think when you're looking at a head coach, I think it was you, Matt, that actually said this best. You're looking for a CEO of a franchise, a guy that can come in, make the right hires. I am curious to see what they do with the offensive staff. Yeah, Sean Day. I, yeah. Unknown. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. And when it comes down to it, you're looking at it. That's the spot they need to solve. But I think when you, they could build a dominant defense under Vrabel, who not only understands being the leader, but he understands personnel.
0: Yeah, I, I did tweet that, that I, I think people are overreacting to. Oh, you have a bad offense and you hire a defensive coordinator. That's not how it works. You have to hire someone who could be a CEO, who can establish culture. And everyone who knows Vrabel speaks so highly of his football IQ. I mean, you have a guy who went from Player to coaching at Ohio State, to coaching it with the Texans, and look at some of the guys he's been able to develop and coach up there. I think you just have to be really impressed with who he is. And I, I know we talked to Connor about like if the Giants had hired Vrabel, it wouldn't be the sexy hire, not the Pat Shermer is Jesus Christ. But he, at least you have a team that all their problems are on defense with the, the immaturity of guys and the the infighting. At least someone like Vrabel or Wilkes or Patricia would come in and squash that. Now. And not to, just, not to just kick the Giants while they're down, but I have no idea how they're going to fix what they have, the problems of defense. And then for the Titans, yeah, they have to find an identity on offense, but they definitely have weapons. They have a very good offensive line. You do have Mariota, who took a step back this year but showed in the playoffs that he can be a game-changing type guy. It's just a matter of getting him in the right spot. Yeah, and cool. did you see today they compared Vrabel to Bill Cowher, a former NFL linebacker. It's seven years to go from player to head coach. What about Jeff Fisher? Where's he falling on that? Uh, he was a safety, so it's oh, good. Okay, he, he played defense. Jack Del Rio was linebacker. There you go. Ugh.
1: And yeah. The knock on Vrabel that I see from everyone is like, is he ready? Well, if that's your biggest knock on him, I mean, a lot of people said the same thing about Sean McVay last year, exactly. and I think he came out and proved everyone wrong. People had questions about that with Kyle Shanahan for a couple years, and he came out and proved that wrong. So it's not a matter if he's ready. You're going to find out fast enough. Why don't you let these guys grow into the coaching role? And Vrabel has been coaching since 2011, linebackers coach at Ohio State. And he
0: was arguably coaching before that.
1: Yeah, He was with the Patriots. Exactly. The experience is there. But once again, you also are getting a guy that can come in and run the franchise and help with personnel. And I think that's very important. When you look at guys transitioning into head coaching jobs in the NFL today.
0: It seems like people, they don't want to wait an extra year. So maybe he's not ready this year, but you don't want to miss out on a good head coach. Then you won't get him. Exactly. And Sean McVay proved that you can come in and do it. I think Vrabel can. He's got a good roster there in place. Yeah, good solid offense. He'll get his good offensive coordinator, and they'll be rolling. I'm going to segue off proving people wrong. Uh, let's talk about our the stick to football's favorite quarterback, Josh Allen.
1: Oh, some future people? New York Jets. Yeah, <laughs> some York people on the stick to football. That five, is not yes. an official so, endorsement. Yeah, I think we all uh, two-thirds vote. Here. He is not. Yeah. Yeah. None <laughs> of us have the him Matt as the favorite, favorite quarterback. <laughs> he
0: did radio <laughs> today in Cleveland, and I, I was telling someone before the show that uh, I felt like that got taken out of context because if you read the transcript and then read the tweets. It's two different worlds, and we've spoken so much about this on both shows throughout the past couple months that people who like Josh Allen defend him. People who don't like him look for any reason to just drop him in the dirt, and I I saw that tonight. Pull that tweet back up. Scroll. Right here. This tweet right here, uh, this uh, Cleveland—excuse me, I didn't mean to hit your mic. I'm so sorry. This Cleveland personality took these three quotes from Josh Allen's interview and completely stripped the context of them.
1: I mean, I'll read them to the – I mean, yeah, just so everybody listening can you know. In a single interview, Josh Allen has now said he put Wyoming on his back. They went 7-5. and five. He has Aaron Rodgers qualities. Stats are for losers. But the problem is you're not seeing the questions in that tweet. I will the be the whole answer. That's, a, that's it, too. I will be the first person to admit I don't even know if Josh Allen is a top four or five quarterback for me in this class. But when it comes to the person, he's been on the show. He's been on the Sick to Football podcast. He's not a guy that's I'm I'm gonna come out and say super cocky or he's
0: not a douchebag. No,
1: exactly. Yeah. That's it. So I think he got, you know kind of thrown under the bus today with that interview and then he had a press conference here in mobile today where people were kind of saying the same thing you don't want the guy who's projected as a top five pick to come out and say the wrong things like oh i'm not ready or i'm not confident it's,
0: it's that time of year where every every player says i think i'm the
1: best quarterback you hope back so yeah
0: if right. you don't you're
1: not the fucking guy right it's as especially simple as that. for
0: cleveland yeah you are the worst team in all of sports, not just the NFL. You are the worst fucking team in sports. You can't have a guy that's like, oh, well, I
1: think I'll be okay. Yeah. No, no. Go somewhere else. Fuck I mean, you. you. You can't re- be my quarterback. Are we talk about it, but you regressed from a one-win season. Yeah, That's unbelievable. (laughs) You're 1-31. Sorry, he only
0: won seven games Wyoming this year, and Browns fans don't want that. Y'all haven't won seven games since Josh McCown was the quarterback. I don't know. It's a
1: big week for Josh Allen because it's not only on the field, but it's a matter of what he's saying. And I think it's very interesting because getting away from the Browns, because on this podcast we obviously talk about the Browns a lot, picking first and fourth overall. The Denver Broncos, they're coaching both him and Baker Mayfield, picking fifth overall. And unless you believe that Paxton Lynch is going to get it together or they're going to roll into another season with Trevor Simeon or uh, Chad Kelly from Ole Miss, which there are truthers out there that believe he's the guy. He's the best quarterback on roster. John John Elway needs a quarterback because free agency has killed it. His drafts go back and look at his last three drafts. He has not done the job. And you have to nail this fifth overall pick. And it could realistically be one of the guys they're coaching, whether it's oh, Baker Mayfield down. or Josh oh, Allen. Yeah. Very good chance because you don't think it'll be Luke Falk? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think it'll be Luke Falk. Although it's Trevor got, Simeon all over yeah. again, man. Yeah. Why not? That best, no, you're um,
0: right. There are so many teams in the top ten that, like, okay, there are a lot of people in this room tonight who are uh, they're active on Twitter and they they follow the draft and they write about the draft. And a lot of people out there don't like Josh Allen, but the reality is the NFL does. And we have a tattoo bet on if he's going to go top 10. Yeah, Damn straight we do. I'm glad I'm not in that. Yeah. I mean, so it, there's the there's the perception versus reality with him. And it's is wildly different. What we hear from teams versus what people on Twitter say about him. So let me just go ahead and say he's going to go top 10. Well, look at a guy like Pat Mahomes last year. In January, we probably weren't talking about him as a top 10 no, pick. Absolutely not. But – he came and he went through his pro day and showed that lively arm. That's what Josh Allen can do this week. And Josh Allen is three inches taller and 25 pounds heavier than Pat Mahomes and is faster and has yeah. a stronger arm. And somebody compared him to Big Ben a long time ago, like way back someone, in the day. Someone smart. And that's everybody, everybody's <laughs> talking about it now. Who was that? Uh, I don't know. Some really good-looking guy from Twitter. Teacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So it Josh, wasn't Connor. Josh Allen is going to have a big week. I, I'm glad that we have I, – I just always want to be honest with people about, like, Whether it's him or Baker Mayfield or whatever, like no one protects these kids from being taken out of context and blasted on Twitter. I always want us to be the people that will be like, no, 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 this is actually what happened. Let's not take it out of context. Yeah, they get that all the time as athletes, though. These guys will do their interviews and they take whatever clip they want and they'll spin it however way they want. Yep. All right. Speaking of Baker Mayfield, he's arriving late. Uh, Conspiracy theory. He's arriving late to Miss Weigh-In. He doesn't want us to know. It's, he's got it, 8 it, inch
1: hands. It, it doesn't matter because he's got to go to the NFL Combine too. So but he might. He's going to
0: do the the hand massage and get it stressed yeah, out. He's okay, going to yoga them. class right now. Yeah. Rumors
1: that Goff did that. Was that what
0: it was? It, his yeah. hand grew a quarter inch. I don't know. Yeah, from like Combine to Pro Day, his yeah. hand grew. Listen, watching saying.
1: those two go back and forth throwing this week is going to be the show of the week. It's as simple as that because there are two competitive guys. Baker more competitive, I'd argue, than anyone down here this yeah. week, and. It's funny how they're polar opposites. You look at Josh Allen, 6'5", 240, rocket arm. All all the traits that evaluators love. Baker Mayfield's whole life has been proving dad was wrong that he doesn't need yep. to be 6'5", that he doesn't need to run. I mean, he's he moves well, but I don't even think he runs as fast as Josh Allen. Exactly, yeah. 40 His yard. 40 yards is not going to be that good. No, it's not. But at the end of the day, he's got a way stronger arm than you would think. And the, watching them throw back and forth, you know there's going to be a little extra between each rep. Especially yeah. under the Broncos. Did you just
0: call Baker Mayfield a little extra? Is that what There'll be about? a little extra. <laughs> okay. I want to see who steps up to be the leader of that team because they're both on the same team. They're both the quarterback. They're the guy who actually steps up. I think it's going to be Baker. I think Josh Allen's going to be more impressive on the field and with the workouts. But I do think Baker's going to be the leader of that team. The Luke Falk slander. On the left side of this table tonight. It's just unreal. I can't believe it. Do uh, you want to talk him up? No, a little no, bit. Okay, yeah. it's good. It's good. Yeah, run away yeah. with it. You, can can be you guy. It's no big deal. I have him in the fifth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. That's why we're right. not talking Before about it. Before we him. take our first break, uh, let's talk quickly about some people that dropped out. Your boy Desmond Harrison, he's going to do way in, no playing. And
1: he'll win that. Six foot seven, arms down <laughs> yeah, to the ground. So he'll be fine with that. So it we'll would have been him. nice to see him in drills. Old so.
0: school BR, winner, loser. Desmond Harrison, winner, way in. Yeah.
1: Go home, have fun. A lot of
0: first rounders drop. Rashawn Evans, Maurice Harris, Harold Landry.
1: I would argue Maurice Hurst was the guy that needed this week. He's a little undersized. A little bit. And I think he could have done really well here against the interior lineman, offensive lineman here. And it would have been, hey, is this guy top 25 to, hey, this guy is top 20. This event is
0: so biased toward D lineman because you're in like situations you'll never be in in a game and you're like going one-on-one. You're getting one-on-one with a guard from like southern Alabama. (laughs) Valdosta State, you know, it's like I I got him. All right, so it will be an interesting week. The cool thing, like, when guys drop out, the, the plus side of that is we get an opportunity to see a lot of players we haven't seen a lot of or even have heard of before. So yeah. that, that always makes it fun. Uh, our buddy from BR, Dylan McNamara, tweeted me tonight. He's like, there's a D3 corner there. Make sure you keep an eye on it from debut."
1: D- we, we got it.
0: We got it, man. Yep. Appreciate it. All right, let's take our first break. We'll come back uh, right after this,
1: live from DraftKick Taproom in Mobile, Alabama. day number one in Mobile, Alabama for the 69th Senior Bowl. Nice. We will be here all week. I'm Connor Rogers with Matt Miller, with Mello Miller. We're going to be doing this every day, guys, recapping every practice, but we're at the Draft Picks Tap Room for the first show of the week. And now we want to get into something where we talk about you know, We're looking what we're looking forward to on the field, what we're looking to forward to off the field. We are here every year, so we have some traditions here. But during practice, what is one thing that you're looking forward to? Uh, hiding in the press box. <laughs> Don't <laughs> tell people where you're going to be. That they gives it away. They can't you can't hide if you yeah. give yeah. away your uh,
0: location. I am look- I really am looking forward to just the, the competition this year. I, I, I feel like at so many positions, I know Melo's going to talk about quarterbacks. Like for me, the competition at running back, safety, tight end, this is such a good group of Like we are not selling this tight end class well enough, I don't think, because we focus so much on all the other spots. But whether it's Dallas Goder or Mike Geseki or Troy Troy Fumagalli, there are so many good tight ends this year. Uh, Ian Thomas, this is a a group that we could see four guys drafted in the first two rounds easily. And just to watch that play out, and they're and they're all athletic tight ends. So I think this is a good spot for them to shine. You know, it's not like we have these two hundred seventy pound blockers. Like these guys are, are athletes. Did know like Seki won a dunk contest? It's like Evan Ingram last year. Yes. Like everybody said, oh, this guy's not going to be successful, but he went out and he did it. He had a yeah. very solid year, and I don't think he blocked anybody. No, not at all. And you kind of stole what I was going to say, too, because I'm not going to talk about quarterbacks. I'm going to talk about – I want to see oh, who sorry. wins each position battle because <laughs> yep. these guys are coming in. You might not be the top guy at your position, but you can leave Mobile with people thinking that you are because you're not getting to look at juniors. A lot of guys have dropped out, so you have your chance to shine – and see who's going to win that position battle at each spot. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I was going to get into. It's who makes a name for themselves this year. I think two years ago, Carson Wentz really came in and stole the show because we talked about Carson Wentz as a guy for so long. Hey, second round, second round. You know, could be all world, though. Yeah, there was people that, you know, knew about the hype. And I think it all started when he came in here and not only impressed media, impressed scouts, but showed it on the field. Who's going to show up this week? And you said... Damn, I didn't know that he had that in him. I always knew he was a day-two guy that could be an NFL starter, but what about an NFL star? I think everybody's got their eyes on Marcus Davenport from UTSA. That's your boy. Yeah, and we said it on, I believe, last week's show that the top 20 hype is real. You put him at 10. Yeah, I did, and I I think it's going to happen. I think when you're 6'7", you're 255 pounds, you're that powerful. (laughs) He came to the school as a wide receiver, so – this isn't a guy that's been a defensive end his entire life. He's only getting better as the years see, go by. you uh, see
0: Mel Kuyper and Daniel Jeremiah copied you? Yeah, well,
1: I, I guess I'm a trendsetter compared to those. Uh, I'm right just saying yeah. ours came out first. Yeah, You're not wrong. You're I'm not wrong. Just so saying, man. I want to see who wins the week because somebody is going to steal the show here. I think the skill talent is, is a little average. I think the eyes will be on Josh Allen. will be on Baker Mayfield. We know those guys, but who can surprise us that we didn't know about How it? about Brian O'Neal from Pitt? He you can a be a first
0: round trade offensive tackle. Yes. It's athletic guy. Exactly. The more we talk to people they're like, "Uh, oh, we thought the O-line class was going to be really really strong and now it's like, "Oh, well, maybe not." <laughs> like, you know, Mike McGlinchy kind of got exposed by speed this year whether it was Georgia or Notre Dame. Connor Williams uh got Had beat one, one really bad game. Got hurt. Yeah, one really shitty game and he's out. Uh Orlando Brown is a junior not here. I I think he's Eric Flowers. Uh, it, so it's, That's a take. It's a, but you know, no, l- let's
1: not move off of that. Yeah, let's,
0: let's, talk, let's talk about That's that. I do. I don't. Listen. How can you be 6'8 and have the narrowest
1: fucking stance in college? Well, now we got you talking <laughs> about it. I that was the know. point.
0: Yes. How are you going to get leverage at 6'8 when you look like a ballerina? Should we make sure he's not down here in Mobile? Because
1: he will fight you. If you didn't know, Eric Flowers wanted to kick the shit out of Matt for a long time. So hopefully Orlando Brown is going to the a colleague of ours
0: know if I ever came in the locker room, I was getting my ass
1: kicked. I wouldn't fuck with him. I mean, mean, if I moved around a
0: lot, he could never get his hands on me. Do you have like a good swim move or a rip? Because if you do, you're good. He can't fucking stop you. I'm 5'10". He can't get hands on me. All
1: right. Well, since we all kind of gave the same answer to the question of what you're looking for on the field, who is your guys' riser? Who do you pick that kind of comes out of nowhere and we walk out of here and say, damn, he's probably going top 50?
0: I really wanted to see Mason Rudolph. Like, that's all I was looking for all week. But since he dropped out, I'm going to go with Marcel Aitman because I think he's a guy that can really climb up boards. He's got good length. He's got good speed. I think he was probably the best receiver on that roster, so I Ooh, want to see I him shine this I agree take. with you, though. I do think, think
1: he's better than James Washington. I do. Look at you guys
0: getting yeah. together on this. I like when we get you together on a show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to
0: go with Kaiser White. Uh, I, I mentioned earlier I like the safety class. I think he fits that hybrid mold. He's not getting enough love for being 6'2", 215. He can play star. He can play strong safety. I, I think he can match up more on coverage. He's an athletic freak. Uh, this is the younger brother Kevin White yeah. who was also an athletic freak, just can't stay healthy. So maybe we need to measure this guy's wrist, ankles, and knees, chip Kelly style and see if he's going to get hurt, but I like him a lot. I think he he fits what like if you're Seattle and Camp Chancellor is going to retire, this is your guy. Like this is your answer to that. If you're, you know, if you're running that physical aggressive you know, Barry Church had one good tackle this year, and it was last week against the Patriots. If you're the Jaguars and you the want a ground one, he
1: got flagged the, yeah, the ground yeah. one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you want somebody who is a little more sure tackler, I think Kaiser White's an upgrade.
1: Yeah. Another guy for me outside of Davenport would be Cameron Kelly out of San Diego State. He's a big dude. The NFL loves tall corners that have range. They could run, they could turn and run. He's 6'2, two, 200 pounds. So I think he's going to run well. I think he's a guy that comes down here, and he's practicing against. I guess the lesser quarterbacks. He's not the South. The the South. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mike White. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, So yeah, (laughs) Cam Kelly, another big name to keep an eye on. Transitioning. Transitioning to things we're looking forward to. We like to have fun down here. What are you guys looking forward to off the field? We found a
0: bar last year. that has 96 ounce beers.
1: That I'm we did. forward to that. Yeah, I'm not going to say sweet. a name
0: because we're in a room full of drinkers. And I, this is my <laughs> hidden spot in Mobile. Can't go to Vites
1: anymore. Yeah, somebody in the, cr- a couple people to. in the crowd here were with us too. Yeah, we're going to keep that. Uh, Vites is a, a no go. That's a just the tip. Just the tip. I'm not yeah, a just Friday's guy. I don't know. I don't. I, yeah, I, yeah.
0: Explain. <laughs> just the tip. Don't go to Viets anymore because if you do, if any lady tries to talk to you, she just wants to leave with you for your money. Yeah, which works really well for a lot of these NFL guys. Also, just the tip. If you're into it, they will pick you up in a limo there the lady of the night no, well, that you can, there's a service that will pick you up and take you to a gentleman's club out by the Marriott I've heard <laughs> heard all this I know it's a lot of detail we'll look yeah. into it further oh uh, yeah we'll, we'll let you know so you remember the, the Kyle guy who like one on that Facebook right and he was like I'm gonna research this further that's yeah, yeah. there we go we'll check into it yeah <laughs> first hand yeah so what are you looking forward to off the field?
1: Uh, honestly, the random encounters. I think we've had plenty of them. I feel like I end up on the same plane as Todd Bowles every year I fly here. Well, you guys are best friends. Yeah, me and Todd, best friends. It's because you're stalking him, a, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, if you follow I, him, you're going to end up on the same uh, yeah, plane. No, it's hilarious. I walk on the plane. Obviously, he's sent first class. I do not. Oh, and, I know how and, that goes. Yeah. Yeah. And, I got and, you, and you just like look and you're like, oh, all right, Todd Bowles. <laughs> I, and I didn't look at his iPad, but it was just so big. He's playing Words of Friends, which I thought was I hilarious. I behind
0: but. a scout today, like Caddy Corner. Like, I'm in, like, three, and he's in two, you know, so you can see. Yep. And I watched him watch an entire Pac-12 corner today, and I know what team he scouts for, and I'm not going to throw him under the not bus. Not playing Words of Friends. Might have been a team in the Super Bowl, but he was looking at corners from <laughs> a state in the Pac-12 where weed's legal in that mountains.
1: I okay. can figure that out. No, I like it. Yeah, the random encounters are the best. I, I think... Um,
0: Were we last year when uh, a guy that is the source of both of ours walked through here and, like, poked me in the ribs and I thought somebody wanted to fight? And it was like,
1: oh, Yeah. There's hey. always some weird shit that goes on. Two years ago, uh, we saw John Fox just hanging out at the bar. John Fox, very nice. It was pretty hilarious. So, um, yeah, I mean, listen... It's that's the best part of being down here. I Man, think. when uh, you're this, out at night after practice. Can the I throw just
0: the tip out to the room and to people listening? Don't be that guy who tweets. You know, John Fox is shit faced advice. Oh, like, don't no. be that guy. Like, enjoy it. Tell your friends. You know, share it amongst us. <laughs> don't tweet it out. It's, or if it's me, please don't tweet out if it's me. Just Good put chance. it on Instagram live. Hashtag Matty Mills. <laughs> yep. One of us might have got in trouble last week. Man, I'll tell you one other thing I'm looking forward to is this is only my second time down here. So after we're done recording the podcast every night, I'm drinking like I'm not coming back. So all of you guys that are going out drinking with us, just know that I might not be back. So we're going hard.
1: If you're listening from the New York City office, I am not with Mello this week. I swear you didn't send me down here for absolutely nothing. You know they don't listen. I need to go go back to my hotel and do a lot of work.
0: Yeah, and I'm at a coaching clinic, Connor. That's what I said.
1: Damn. All right. Well.
0: So let's get to some insider buzz. That is a big part of this. This this unofficially kicks off tampering season, uh, and then a lot of coaches are even for assistant jobs down here. Uh, so th- this is definitely when we start to, like you said, it's the random encounters. It's, you know, the 2.30 a.m. Say, let's grab a beer somewhere where there's no one, and let's talk and, and trade information. So I-, I wanted to do that, give you guys some of the things that I'm hearing uh, right now. One person told me the hype on Marcus Davenport will die this
1: week. Fake news. Fake news. Okay. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Did <laughs> <Is> that, <is laughs> that win a fake news award? <laughs> no, nah, man. I, I listen, this is it. Don't this know who's was bro. This is this in the combine is it for him. You have to dominate the competition that's here yeah. and then go test like a top-tier athlete. So I don't think that's crazy. I just hope they're wrong. All
0: right. This one, Melo will love. Uh, I, I got this from an NFC area scout, so he's not making decisions. But the biggest sleeper here is Mike White. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Mike White. I think he can shine on the opposite roster everybody's going to be watching Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield, but I think Mike White's a guy who can light it up on the other end of that. He's not going to sneak into the first round or the second, but he's a good quality guy that could go into third and maybe be even a potential starter down the road. The
1: the best thing was today that it came out that John Dorsey loves Mike White. If the Browns come out of this offseason with Mike White, if they get Kirk well, Cousins fuck, and Mike White, no, yeah, there that, you go. Well, then that, go. but listen, you can't walk out of here with just Mike White. So uh,
0: so speaking of the Browns, I didn't edit this one for context because as our uh, producer slash director reminded me, I have editorial control. So uh, here it is. Uh, swear to God, this is a quote. Imagine, 50-50. Imagine the hard-on Todd Haley has for Josh Allen. Oh, well, yeah. He just came from Big Ben, right? just like we said. Like, that's what he wants. Ooh, just a tip. Don't fight Todd Haley, guys. No, no. Don't do it. This is. I'm starting to regret this fucking tattoo Make bet. Make sure it's Todd. <laughs> every time
1: we say a name, I like look
0: in the you back. You got the I'm GM, like, Peterson, who just drafted Mahomes oh, yeah, last Dorsey. year. Dorsey. Fuck, that's Josh Allen this yeah. year. And then you got Todd Haley, loves Big Ben. That's fucking Josh Allen again. Yeah, I'm getting a, get a, a fucking Light Natty Light tattoo. What is the
1: tattoo? It's
0: the tattoo. <laughs> Go ahead. Tattoo bet. I'm going to get a Natty Light can with the shotgun hole in the bottom.
1: Okay. On my with lower a, back. pouring out. Yeah. Lower back. Tramp stamp. Are we talking tramp stamp? <laughs> yeah. You can't do this. Oh, where else am I going to put it? I'm going to kill <laughs> Josh Allen's stock this week. I can't
0: let this it's happen. It's either it's going to tramp Wait, you stamp get it if ass. he wins? No, If I, I get a Boulevard tattoo on my bicep. Oh, this is, guys. what were you thinking? <laughs> He's not going top 10. <laughs> He's so he inconsistent. He shouldn't. We've, oh, man. I know. I'm yeah. fucked. It was like yeah. two months ago. I, no, like I would This is a great spot to take a break with all of you thinking about Mello's tramp stamp. Now that I'm depressed and I've said that I'm drinking hard, yeah, let's just take a fucking break. Let's let's take a break. We're (laughs) going to get some draft-on-draft questions. We'll come back and
1: answer all your questions for senior bowlers. All right,
0: everybody. Welcome back to Draft Picks Tap Room in Mobile, Alabama. We definitely want to thank these guys for opening up their bar to us. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Moved tables, turned off music. Uh, I've had like four different beers they are letting me figure out which one I like for the night. Uh, All of them? Yeah, to close out the show, last segment here, we're going to take a lot of your questions. Let's, I, we forgot to tell people who we are, so I guess we'll do that. I'm Matt Miller, lead NFL draft writer for Bleach Report. This is... Connor Rogers,
1: but I do a million different things, so I don't really know how to introduce myself. But yeah, you're great. That's it. Oh, you do video, podcast, really nice. you write for that's Fan right. RAG. I've been your producer for over three years now, it feels like. Yeah. So, and, and just a friend. You're my New York with. mellow, which That's leads right. us right yeah, to. Yeah, and I'm mellow, and all
0: I do is I just show up on Thursday nights when Matt says, hey, we're going to record something. He gets me a little bit tipsy, and then we talk about football and some other shit, too. That's, done. <laughs> That's the Thursday show. And then our favorite New Yorker slash Chicago. Whoa, 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 not New Yorker. No <laughs> shot. There's <laughs> only one at
2: the table. Yeah. Right? Our favorite Malbec drinker, Stephen yeah. Nelson. Hold on. Couple, a couple things. Yeah, give Nelson a rabbit. <laughs> what is that? I paid them all. Couple things. One, you had to try Coors Light to figure out no, what, this what is that my, is? No, this is my end of the. like, when This I has me worried. All. all right. And two, Connor, I, I do a million different things. It's really hard to explain. No, <laughs> of God, geez, don't I'm average at all. But Bleacher of Jeez, don't even start I'm kidding. Remember uh, who's producing
1: friends. for your videos tomorrow too. I Valid, feel like Connor's though. actual bio is
2: hottest, tender, and Hoboken. Uh, Adam came in and said uh, or asked if he was a Backstreet Boy. Uh, because he had, he
0: had
2: I take a lot of jacket. shit
1: around here. Okay, he had
2: jacket on. The hair is so tall. What does the shirt say? I want you to read it to the crowd. If you hear any noise. It's just me and the boys buffing. That's that perfect a for tonight. That's what I've heard Did you make that or did you buy it? Come on, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, it looks like it might be homemade. I don't know, Connor. <laughs> those are iron-armed letters. I can do a lot of, <laughs> of
1: things, but I can't print T-shirts, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I would have Browns. Don't take Josh Allen number one overall. Yeah, everyone. me too. Give me so, one of those shirts. Yeah, <laughs> all
0: uh, right, now, well, yeah why am I here? You are here because the good people in tap room gave you their questions that they would like to ask us. And you're going to help us out because we all have too big of egos to ask each other questions.
2: Uh, uh, All right. We actually (laughs) got a three. Yeah,
0: Matt's ego is big enough.
2: We got a lot of good questions. Uh, Let's start with one from David at Sports Crunch. That's with a K. Sports Crunch with a K. Which non-quarterback, non-QB, has the potential to dramatically increase their draft stock this week? And then follow up. Which non-QB has the potential to dramatically drop as a result of this week? I actually think it's the same guy. I think it's Marcus Davenport. We talked about it a little bit earlier. I had
0: an insider buzz thing where someone said his stock was going to die. I I think we've all praised the athleticism, and we've only seen him play against sunbelt talent. So it's a matter of how good is he going to look, how strong is he? He's 6'7", 255. Uh, His trainers told me they've already put 12 pounds on him. Anxious to see him weigh in. Really, it's one of those dudes. You remember Noah Spence was here a couple years ago, and it was like, okay, this dude could put himself into the first round or he could go day three because there were so many question marks, and he had a good week and he put himself in day two, right in the damn middle. Is he on the same roster as Brian O'Neill? Because that's a matchup I'd like Uh, to see. No, opposite. Of course not. You can see it on Saturday on NFL Network. Yeah, because I'll be watching.
1: Connor, you got a guy. Yeah, I, I have a couple, but I think one guy that no one's talking about is Braxton Berrios out of Miami, and he's your classic mobile, you know, little white slot receiver. It's as simple Braxton as that. Berrios.
2: Listen, we'd be bros, but he's he, one of the boys you're bopping. You know with. what it is?
1: You, you come and you look at the guys that come here over the years, and he can show that he can not only be a slot receiver, but a punt returner. And teams mm. want versatility, and I think he's a guy that'll be reliable. And here's the key. Baker Mayfield's throwing him the football. He's going to see a lot of passes come his way. I think he's going to establish himself as a favorite target and when the ball's constantly coming your way the noise comes and the buzz comes and he can go from do you remember Braxton Miller? yeah yeah I remember Braxton Miller this is going back what two years ago now the Cowboys staff had him staying after practice right. to return punts remember that yep. and teams do the same thing with guys like this you can show that you can do more than just play in the offense you can play on special teams so I really like what he can do in terms of a guy that could plummet of outside of quarterback that's really interesting I haven't really even thought of a guy that would plummet I think one guy that has a lot to lose but also a lot to gain again is Dorian O'Daniel from Clemson because another guy that can do a lot of things for you can he play linebacker that's the question how much is he gonna weigh in at tomorrow morning when you guys listen to this it'll obviously be during that time but I want to know if he can play linebacker or if he's a chess piece as a third safety being rotated, I think he's a linebacker and a good special teams player. We scouted
0: him live at Louisville. He picked off Lamar
1: Jackson. Oh yeah, He, he just makes plays, yep. and at some point you stop worrying about the size and go, this guy's a playmaker. We'll find a place for him.
0: Exactly. You stop worrying about size, which is why I'm going with my boy Puna Ford, because he's about my height, <laughs> 5'10", 5'11". He's going to weigh in at 315. After this dude gets drafted, I don't care how tall he is, he's going to be a baller in the league. So I want to see what he can do with those one-on-one matchups with some interior linemen here, because I think he's going to dominate.
2: Puna. The, the Texas bias on the show is just, you guys, Unapologetic <laughs> See, and I'm totally being in the middle of it all the time <laughs> Holy shit So based on that let's go to this question from Dalton At dmiller251 on Twitter Holton Hill is his CB1 Just putting that out there How good was his film grade Taking away the off the field questions And where does he go yeah. Now that those questions So
0: midseason, we went and scattered him at the Cotton Bowl. Uh, just the tip get there five hours early so you can beat the Lions to get that corn dog because you got to buy tickets, which is ridiculous. I thought before he got suspended, he could have been the number one corner in this class. He would have been up there with Josh Jackson and Denzel Ward. There's a reason that. Uh, I shouldn't, I'm not gonna say that. Never no, mind. you There's, can't. Yes. No, no, no. That's bullshit. <laughs> There's a reason people aren't talking about him anymore, and they know more about Thank that you. suspension than maybe everybody else or people okay, in this room yeah, know yeah, about. Uh, yeah, I, I do agree with Mello that people who haven't a. Uh, his nickname at Texas was Cypress Hill. <laughs> that should tell you all you need to know about Holton. So and What's your nickname for Connor? <laughs> we don't have oh, guns. show. All right. I like Holton Hill. I think it's always gonna be a question of is this dude gonna stay on the field? Oh, Hill. Because
1: not great. Testing
0: only gets harder in the NFL. You sure. get in that program and you're getting tested three, four times a month. I think that makes it a lot harder. He has skill, but there's a reason we only saw him play well for five games at Texas. Charlie wouldn't put him on the field. Yeah. So it's just Does a he? matter of maturity and, you know, getting somewhere where he can Get away from some of his demons.
1: Kind of,
2: what you think of him?
1: I thought the film was great. Now, my biggest question coming into this part of the year is how well is he going to run? I think that was my biggest concern. That's what can differentiate you from being a top fifty guy and a first round guy. Look at Trey Wayne's a couple of years ago. He goes to the combine. You're on sub four four, and everyone goes, "Holy shit, this guy is not going to be a back end around one pick. This guy's going to be a top Yeah, five, and he's
0: pick. six three, so he's not going to run great. exactly. He's not. Yeah. Gonna,
1: but you have to justify a threshold at some point, and you're yeah. looking for that four five four five five range. Now I don't think he was on the level as Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward's a little smaller, and but he's just a way better corner. Josh Jackson, all world upside. Listen, if you find the ball at the college level, you're going to find it at the NFL level. It's a guy that had eight interceptions, took two back to the house, had almost 20 passes defended. So he's not on the level of those guys, no matter what happened off the field. But when you're talking about being, you know, maybe the third or fourth best corner compared to 10th, 11th, 12th best. That's a little concerning, and it's going to cost him because of what yeah. he's
0: done during college. I have him in the sixth round right now, and okay. uh, that's trying to you know erase the bias and actually just grade these guys. But uh, we saw him in person against Oklahoma, and he balled out. His, his freshman and sophomore year looked like shit, though. Like Charlie didn't put him on the field for a reason, and it probably wasn't just the suspensions. Like He couldn't guard anybody, and he sees some good talent in the Big 12, those Oklahoma State receivers, <laughs> Oh, you receivers, they suck in the NFL, but they're good in college. And he couldn't cover anybody. Yeah.
2: Uh, next question here on Draft on Draft from Adam, a.k.a. at Heisler Heat on Instagram. Yeah, if, you,
0: if you're in the uh, the Gulf Coast and need some baseball training,
2: Heisler Heat baseball. You're damn right. Mobile local. Yep. Um, Connor, this question specifically for Jeez. you. <laughs> this is going to be good. <laughs> What hair product do you
1: use? <laughs> dry clay. Dry clay. Nothing, no wet Do you gel. blow dry though? No, no, no. You don't blow dry that? No, I don't have time for that. Shit. Come on, man. I don't, don't have time for that's that. That's good.
2: When you went to the Army Bowl and saw Trevor Lawrence. A uh, little jealous. You were? Yeah, a
1: little jealous. Uh, flow oh, tree in motion, right? He's like an 18 year old that's six foot six, could throw a football 100 yards and has hair down to heat Is it. that yeah. it. it's sunshine? Like, it's easy. yeah. He's yeah, got yeah. a mane that, that uh, will blow some? your mind. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sunshine. Yeah. Stud.
2: Uh, A little jealous. Let's well stick with the Connor theme for the next question. (laughs) Clayton from Jersey is how he wanted to be known as. Good to have Clayton here. Uh, Taylor ham pork roll. He said always. Always Always. pork roll. roll. Always pork roll. No 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 no. Is this a Jersey thing? thing? No 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 no. no. North, no You know, let's do this. Taking over. Raise your hand if it's Taylor ham. North Jersey. Just one. (laughs) Fuck yeah! That's right. (laughs) North Jersey says Taylor ham. Central Jersey. It's, yeah. all right. And then once you get south, it's all Eagles fans. You know you're in the wrong place.
1: No way. All right. I love uh, the question. It's a great
2: debate, but it's the debate's over. get to the question. No, no. Oh, no. that wasn't Clayton's question. That was my question. <laughs> it was a suggestion. Uh, the football question, how high do you think Taven Bryan can go?
1: That's a really good question because sometimes he does some freakish things on film, but how consistent is he going to be is what I want to know. I don't think Not. He, Yeah, I don't <laughs> think he's gonna go in the top two rounds. To put it quite uh, friendly, I think. I think you look at the early third round guy. But what Connor, do you think? Connor draft Twitter said he's the next JJ Watt. Yeah, and that's how you know to back off. Now, <laughs> Mister Insider Buzz here. What do you think he goes? I have I have a third round grade. There I think you he's go. A, he's yeah. a great athlete, and he might look really good
0: here. But you have to reconcile that with the film where he made two plays a game for 3 years.
1: Now off the field he's not this guy, but I'll give you a comparison in terms of flashes. Malik McDowell fooled a lot of people that way last year. People saw him and said, "This guy's a freak. If I saw him do that once, I can get him to do it every game, every play." That's not the case. He has off-field problems, but guys like that, they like to freelance, they make the fl- the splash play it just doesn't show up play after play on film, and coaches despise that. I have a ton
0: of notes on him already because I've seen so many people hyping him that I'm like, yeah. fuck it, I'm going to go in and just dig on this kid. And um, Yeah, I mean, he, he has shown improvement, but at some point, and I know people are going to start throwing shit at me because I'm the Josh Allen defender, at some point, traits have to equal production. And for Taven Bryan, it's not there. It's like Rasheed Hagman all over again. <laughs>
2: Melo, you any thoughts? No, nah, you, I
0: good? got nothing. I wish All somebody right. could tell me who the guy is. I don't know who he is. <laughs> What college do you go to? Florida.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's get, let's get Melo another BL. Um <laughs> next question. Jonathan, Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Is there a tight end in this draft that the Saints can pick in the third round or later Ooh. that can help solve their third down issues? So specific. Keep it on yeah. Ian I Thomas this week from yet. Indiana. Go
0: ahead. I, I feel like Ian Thomas got. It, the You saw some of the athleticism against teams like Ohio State, where he really showed up at 6'5, 250. I think he can be in the Saints' offense. You're not going to have your traditional inline guy, unless they might get Jimmy Graham back this offseason, just <laughs> by the way. So you might not have to worry about this. But I would look at Ian Thomas, unless he has a great week, as someone who could be a late, like in that fourth round range. I have him at 112 overall right now. A, a, and he could make plays in a at least in a sub package.
2: Where does the stick to football podcast stand on Christopher Herndon? I did a video filter today. Motherfucker, that and was my answer. Okay, well, I just think this guy people are going to fall in love with him. Bar- now, Dan's Miami bias. We talk
0: a lot about I, Herndon. No, I, I didn't know <laughs> that that Dan was, liked him. You, I swear to God, answer?
1: that was going to be my answer because exceptional he's a, blocker. He's a guy that can block and also catch. Now he didn't have help at the quarterback position this year. You look at the film and you are saying. That guy's open. Why isn't he getting the football? The offense was not run through him, which is fine. A lot of right. tight ends don't get the production at the next level. But, listen, you look at him, that's a perfect fit. I mean, he's uh,
2: when they got him the ball, he was a mismatch and a terror. 6'4", yes. 250, yards runs fast. Yes. He's not going to be as fast as Joku. I think
1: the
0: torn MCL is the question. How, where is he at? Is uh, he going to be able to?
2: Is Asian posted a video of him working out the other day? Oh, that pretty good. a lot. Looked pretty good. I mean, given that he just had the surgery, he yeah. looked pretty good. Yeah, um, Mel, do you have another tight end that you want to? No, throw in that's the
0: actually the one that I was thinking too. He Correct. impressed me a lot when I was studying Njoku. Like, he's a guy that's on the field too. Okay. I think he looks really good. And with the you know third round or later, that gets tough to call. And he's the guy that came to mind. Yep.
2: Another question from Mississippi. This one from Biloxi, Mississippi, and Frank the Tank. Ooh. What are the odds that Pat Shermer brings a quarterback with him from Minnesota? to New York and negate the need for one in the draft here's the whole thing I think
0: we all agree with this is are they gonna just throw the nuts on the table with Eli Manning and say you're not good anymore or are they going to do the smart football thing and move away Mm -hmm. say okay Case Keenum, come on in for a year and let's see what you can do. And we have Davis Webb and maybe we'll draft a mid-rounder. Damn right you
2: got Davis Webb.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pac-12 over here represents. Right, yeah. The problem is Dave Gettleman, who came up with the Giants, is close with ownership. And what did ownership do when Eli got benched? They put him back on the field. Yeah.
1: And fired everyone.
0: But they also let him get benched, too. I mean,
2: that whole situation was
1: this,
0: weird. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a
2: so pretty so I think that's the question. And, and
1: none of us
0: probably knows. That, I don't know the answer of, okay, are they going to let them cut ties with Eli. I'll tell
1: you my theory behind it. I think ownership backed Eli Manning, and that's the reason they hired Gettleman, because they had um, better options. The... And Gettleman's a guy that'll come in and say, okay. And that's why you get Shermer. He'll come great. in and not it's draft corners and not but, yeah, draft offensive line. Yeah, of, you said, you said earlier
2: Shermer was the least inspiring hire on the heels of a, another a GM hire that didn't inspire you at all. Yep. Question, Can the, what can the Giants do? What do you think the Giants should do in this draft to... S- in your eyes, salvage the offseason because at this point you're not happy with it at all.
1: No, draft Josh Rosen second overall. He's going to be there. Take Josh Rosen second overall. Put your nuts on the table and say, This is our guy going forward. Eli Manning, oh, I'm sorry. There's a you lot could, of nuts on the table. You could start yeah, out the season, a lot, but all the nuts, I mean, nuts are on the table right now. Eli Manning has not been good for two or three years now. What are we right. waiting for? I mean, let's at be honest, point? he hasn't really been good for 12. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that debate. He's right, no. like for the, for the third Giants, best quarterback in that draft class. The Giants can live class. in yeah. your mentions, not yeah, mine. Yeah, he is the third best in quarterback in that draft class. Oh, Definitely yeah.
0: Right.
1: Give me Rivers and Big Ben. Listen, the realistic scenario for the Giants, if they really don't want to take quarterback and they want to salvage the offseason like you said, you put the number two pick up for sale, somebody's going to come up to get a quarterback, okay? You can get a, a killing off of that and build a football team. <laughs>
2: Uh, oh, all right. Let's oh, play okay. Guys. Wait. Before
0: we do our next question, like I can't even fucking concentrate because two girls walked in here and they're just <laughs> dancing all over the place. I don't even know what Nelson's Listen, saying. Dan- you dance Listen, like
2: nobody is watching. saying. Fifty guys. Well, and two I'll let girls. you know. Like, there's you dance, least one guy you dance you've you've like nobody is watching. Like nobody is podcasting <laughs> in Mobile. He hasn't listened to uh, the last three questions. This question is definitely from Brian and definitely St. Louis. Definitely Brian from St. Louis. Who would you rather not face in four years? Again, from Brian in St. Louis. Who would you rather not face in four years? Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes? Oh, shit. It's not close, man. Thank you, Brian, from in St. Louis for the question. I'm not playing Pat Mahomes. No, here's it. Where does Josh
0: Allen go? Yeah, that's what I, I hope not top 10
2: for your lower back sake. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, I would rather face Pat Mahomes. I don't know. It really depends on the situation because you look at a guy Put like that. Put your on the table. <laughs> look is oh, in a good one. Yeah, exactly. He's got some weapons to throw to, and I yeah. still really don't like him either. But uh, You don't like him?
2: I think I'd rather play Josh Allen. Oh. So, who would you rather not face? So, then the answer to the question yeah, would be yeah. yeah. Passion. I would, would I rather not, not face, face Josh Allen. Of course. Okay. Connor. You'd know my answer. Yeah, I do. I okay. don't know your answer. We can move on. No, no I, I don't want to play. Yeah. You I don't, don't want, want
0: to play Mahomes? No. no. I don't want to play Tyree Hill. That's who I don't want to play. Ken Mahomes. And how many years away? Four. He'll Listen, be able to call plays by then. Brian okay, did
2: not <laughs> submit all the uh, qualifiers. You just It yeah. was very... Yeah. <laughs> fucking Brian. Doesn't work for uh, the Rams, does he? Uh, <laughs> all right. Next one from our boy Jared Brown. Jared underscore Brown. Cause that is an adult Twitter handle and he's friend growing of the up. Yes. Friend of the podcast, which one-on-one in terms of position uh, groupings here at the senior bowl, which one-on-one drills will draw the most Twitter buzz D line. Yeah. It's always D
1: line every year. And I was looking forward to all of it before they all dropped out this year. And it's still going to be D line Sean Oakman back.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, that was an awful year. Said, okay, sorry.
0: <laughs> it is offensive, defensive line because you can see those guys go up against each other and some fire to them. Quarterbacks and receivers are all right. You get some good matchups there, but defensive uh, linemen, they're going after those man's other guys. what looking for is like one on one. Yeah, yeah. So Let me go said,
2: I, let's take Davenport off is, the board, too. God damn it. No, I don't want to hear. We've heard Marcus' da- his name. No, okay. So I got Ovo. a better one. I got a better one. Okay.
0: Deshaun Hand against Isaiah Wynn. Okay. Oh, okay. I we, we, when,
2: we ju- I mean, we just, I <laughs> we just can, saw that. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. But one on
0: one. Okay. Like one on one, and they're gonna be pissed off at each other. That's why I want to see it again. Sure. You yeah. Know, I a say a win can. Uh, this is what a, a scout texted me about him this year. I swear to God, I'm reading it. Mm-hmm. He can scratch his knee without bending over. Try it.
2: Scratch his Try knee. Try it. I were not sit down. Over. I couldn't. I okay. <laughs>
1: that's tough. <laughs> Everyone's like, well, hey, but, it's right. hard
2: to do. What's your dream one on one for the Senior Bowl? Well, you already
1: ruled out Davenport. I did. Oh, man, I don't know. I, I kind of want to see how Cam Kelly matches up against all those wide receivers. You said
2: defensive line. He's not a defensive yeah, line. Yeah, but you
1: just ruled out my guy. That was the reason so why I a different that. guy. You're being a dick, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how about Dorian O'Daniel against Dallas Goder?
1: You got a weak side coverage linebacker? Yeah, because you want to see how both of them run. That's yeah. why. I like that. Yeah. yeah. What, uh, pass, pass what
2: pass rushers is I'm gonna O'Neal going to face? don't uh, oh, have the roster on the enemy. North. I'll yeah. go, I'll go, ran- I got a random one for you. I'll go Christian Lacouture from LSU. Phenomenal story, by the way. Yeah. Uh War number 18 at LSU, which is obviously a huge deal. Yep, But the Tiger program has, uh, had to, you know, overcome a knee injury. His family, so right after he tears his ACL, like days later, there's flooding in Baton Rouge and his family had to live upstairs in the second story and he couldn't do anything because he had a torn knee ligament. Uh, and had a great year for the Tigers. So Christian LaCouture against Skylar Phillips from Idaho State. Oh, my bringing God. Bringing in my, my bias.
1: There's a reason yeah, for yeah, this one. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Skylar Phillips,
2: Phillips was at Churchill High School when I worked in Eugene, Oregon. And just he got screwed over by Oregon State. Oregon State was his first D1 offer. Took it uh, one and done. And then, like, days before signing day, the Beavers pulled the offer. He's left with no options. Ends about Idaho State, and it seems like it worked out. Four-year starter form, so I'm excited to watch him this week. So there's your random D-line, O-line. Your one-on-on-one. Pac-12 I like it, though. Here's a one-on-one. Idaho State is not Pac-12. I got
0: for you. Yes. It's only one player, though. Is that, is that all right? Yeah. Sure. Troy Fumagalli against the Jugs machine. How's that nine-figure dude going to oh. do
2: against <laughs> – trying to catch That's against so the, on jugs on the Jugs machine. There's no Jugs machine
0: here. <laughs> they need to bring one in.
2: <laughs> uh, two more. Two more on draft on draft here. Tim from Cleveland. If you're the Broncos, and assuming that Baker Mayfield is the guy for you, how concerned are you that the Browns are in front of you with two picks? I'm not at all. I think the Browns are taking
1: Sam Darnold one overall, and I think there's nothing else to talk about. I agree. And I hope to God they don't take Josh Allen one overall. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: okay, speaking of the Broncos, uh, this one is from David at Sports Crunch again. That's Crunch with a K. Um, so there's talk out there that they, they don't want to take a quarterback at five because they could solve it in You free don't want admit you were wrong about Paxton Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> or they yes. sign Kirk Cousins. Because Kirk yeah. Cousins is out there or somebody else in free agency. Uh, if the Browns are unimpressed with both Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield this week at the Senior Bowl, would it surprise you if Elway, given... The Broncos cap restrictions. I think I don't know what they got. Thirty million, maybe in cap. I think they got twenty
1: six. Twenty six. But they got some things to figure out. Would you be
2: surprised if Elway broke the bank for a quarterback? No, not at all. Not at all. You got
0: a good defense, and I I also think that he does not want to admit he was wrong about Paxton Lynch. Mm -hmm. So you kick the can down the road a little bit. Whether I mean, it's not going to be Alex Smith unless they cut him, which I don't think will happen. I think they'll try to trade him. Mm. So it's Cousins or Bridgewater or. Uh, Case Keenum's the hot name there right now. Everybody wants Case Keenum. Sam Bradford, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, just get somebody from Minnesota.
1: I think if they can get Kirk Cousins, they'll figure out the money after. Whether that means moving on from Aqib Talib or doing what you have to do, I think you go get the quarterback. Can I end the show with a bold bold prediction? you you
2: trade for Sean Mannion and win yourself a Super Bowl. Here's my (laughs) bold prediction to end this show. Go Beavs. Kirk Cousins will be a Jet next year. Connor? Woo!
0: Yeah, Connor. I, something I agree. just hit me in the leg. What was that? I didn't know what happened there?
1: <laughs> uh, fuck. Connor,
2: would you editorial have, control went out you, the window? Would you rather have Kirk Cousins or Baker Mayfield? Kirk Cousins, and here's why. Okay. But now you're saying I can
1: get because if you go into the draft and you don't have a quarterback and, and you're the New York Jets, you can't sit there and six it and hope Mayfield falls to you. Okay. That's why it's too risky. The Jets have done that so many times, and then you walk out and you start Ryan Fitzpatrick, Josh McCown, Geno Smith. It's just. Just go get your guy. Okay. There That's you fun. go. Go get your guy. And we is done. We is done.
0: We
2: is done. Ooh, that was fun. Thank man. you yeah. all
0: for hanging out with us. I said it was going to be an great. hour, yeah. and it was a lot longer than that. Thank you again to Draft Picks Tap Room on Dolphin Street in <laughs> <laughs> They have a wall of hats, and they have foosball, and I'm about to hit this punching bag. I'm not really, because it'd be embarrassing. Somebody in here should. Connor's going to hit we the punch with <laughs> we're going to see what he can do. We're going to take bets on it. I'm going to put it on Instagram Live because I can't get in trouble for you drinking. <laughs> Maddie so. Mills going on uh, really Instagram Live. Every day, 4 a.m. every morning, we're going to have a new podcast out. That's 4 a.m. Eastern time, right, Dan? <laughs> Dan's <laughs> not drinking this week. He's working. So, really, every day we're going to have something up for you. Uh, it'll be Connor, myself, Mello, Nelson, Dan Kennedy, if she ever gets here because her flight got canceled, it'll be the whole no. crew. Yep. She's oh, stuck okay. in Dallas right now. We might have to go get her, guys. Uh, it, it's going to be a fun week. Hopefully, you guys will hang out with this. We'll we'll have rumors, we'll have news <laughs> updates, reaction, and, and you'll get it in, in typical stick to football fashion where it's not just the boring stuff. Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. We'll talk to y'all tomorrow. <laughs>